yours. And then we'll be streaming. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, my guest today, Arti Mala from First Seed Food, she's been on the show before, but she has a big announcement. So she makes delicious, authentic Indian food that she can ship to you frozen, and it's amazing. The only thing is, is when I first met her, she really didn't have any that were SOS-free, sugar oil, salt-free, and I still happy to I'm happy to promote pretty much anything that's vegan especially if it's vegan and oil free but my wish or many people's wishes was her command and we've got to tell Dr. Goldhammer about this now because if it's SOS free he can he can you know carry it and let me just show you some of the amazing flavors um I hope I pronounced this right alu palak and she'll talk about what each one is and and the different flavors uh, we have dal tatka I got to take a lesson. Oh, everybody knows what chana masala is. Yum, yum. Oh, this one is, I know this is going to be my favorite vegetable korma. And if you remember when she was on the show before, I did a live tasting of the cauliflower zabzi, which is delicious. But I'm not going to do a live tasting today because I have a big potluck at noon and I don't want to spoil my appetite. And she's going to give you $10 off your first order, if you like, with the coupon code below. Uh, please welcome Arti back to the show. You've been very busy, haven't you? Oh my gosh. Hi, Chef AJ. So good to see Hello. you. Thank Thanks you. It's so great that you're doing this because, no, seriously, I have to introduce you to, I just got back from True North and, you know, if it's SOS free and vegan, he will, he, you know, he'll promote you, he'll carry you or, you know, we, I got to hook you guys up, you know? Oh, I'm so excited. I, I, uh, I feel like all these folks in the plant-based community, I have admired from afar, mostly from YouTube and actually a lot of your interviews. Um, so it would be such a dream to connect with Dr. Bohammer. Oh my God, that, that's amazing. Because, you know, there are some other whole plant food delivery services and they're wonderful, but nobody's specializing in Indian food. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely a new, <laughs> a new area. But yeah, it's been a busy summer and start to the fall and very excited to be offering foods that are salt-free, SOS-free. I think it's by far the number one request I've gotten over the last couple of months. And we said, hey, like we have to make this happen. Um, and it's here. Well, it's nice that it can be done. So um, I can imagine it, it must be difficult, first of all, getting a product to market, but then getting a niche product to market like this after you've already created the product you've created and everybody's saying, hey, wait a minute, no salt, no oil, no sugar. Not that yours had an extraordinary amount of any of that anyway. Yeah, we've always, and I think the thing that we will always continue to do is our brand will always be 100% vegan plant-based and it will always be oil-free. So that's something that we'll always stay true to. Um, and then beyond that, well, uh, we've just started, this is, this basically is our first experiment into salt-free. Um, we think that, hey, there's this a small but growing population of folks that are looking for that. And, um, you know, hopefully uh, if enough folks take us up on it, we can continue justifying the production runs to, to keep offering it. That is fantastic. I can't wait. So it, it, tell us about how it's uh, sent. So, you know, people worry what well, the weather's not warm anymore, but tell us how it's delivered when people order whatever product they order from you. Yeah, great question. Um, and I, and I have heard that sometimes like, Hey, will my food actually arrive frozen? Because we do ship it frozen. Um, and the way that we package everything is that uh, 
all of our foods are basically sold in a pack of 12. So we have, you know, for folks who are new, we have a kind of default new customer box where we just send you a variety so you can try a little bit of everything. And then for folks who have kind of been enjoying our foods, we let them customize their boxes. They can, you know, add more of their favorites, like no restrictions on what you'd, what you'd like in your box of 12. Um, and we place all of those in an insulated box and ship them on dry ice. Um, and the idea is that, hey, uh, we ship once a month. So our next shipment goes out on October 16th, um, with the last cutoff day being next Wednesday, uh, this coming Wednesday. And um, we ship that once a month on a Monday, usually takes between one and three days to get to you. We ship within the continental US, free shipping, and it the food arrives frozen. So as long as you can grab your box by the end of your delivery day, everything should still be frozen. You can pop it in the freezer. If you're going to enjoy something sooner, you can pop, pop it in the fridge. And, um, and you know, it's it's still in uh, perfect condition and uh, ready for you to enjoy when, when you'd like to have some great plant-based food. Nice. And how long does it last in the freezer? And what is the, like, how does it look for the defrost time? Or does it go straight from freezer to microwave or pot? How do you recommend people eat it after they get it? Yeah, great questions. And um, so I think first you were asking me about um, the, the kind of shelf life for it. So our food is prepared um, relatively fresh. So it's usually prepared weeks before you receive it. And um, just out of being very conservative, we put a six month use by date. I think we've talked to our manufacturer. I think technically we could do a year, but we just like to be a little bit more conservative on that. So you can store them in your freezer for several months. Um, once you put them in the fridge to thaw, uh, it's a good idea to consume them within three days or so. Um, and then in terms of warming them, a good number of our customers do, do like to just take them out of the freezer and put them directly in the microwave. That's the easiest, that is a, you know, um, no, no advanced planning required type of a meal for some of our vegetable, vegetable based dishes There are two new ones that we just introduced, um, this fall, those we do ask if you can thaw them in advance, um, they, uh, heat up a little bit better. And of course, if you can warm them on the stovetop, which I know is that extra step, but for folks who are able to, they have a little bit more control over the consistency and how, um, you know, how, uh, well cooked they'd like some of those vegetables to be. Nice. Are these like your family recipes? Yeah, a lot of them are, especially some of our um, first few dishes. Gosh, I mean, we've, I've had them as a kid. My, my grandmother used to make these foods. Um, they're, they're really recipes that have been passed on and are, and are pretty common, I think, in general, um, for a lot of um, families of Indian descent or South Asian descent. Um, some of the newer foods, one in particular, the vegetable korma, I will say it has been a more recent experiment into it because um, we were trying to find that perfect balance of like, hey, how do you get a really hearty vegetable dish that's very, that has a beautiful variety of vegetables, um, but, uh, you know, uh, not so indulgent with the, um, you know, with dairy or oils and so on. And what's, what's a good way to bring that to life. And so the way that we've been able to do that is add a tiny bit of cashew cream. So it's, it's a little bit of nuts, but it's a tiny bit. And actually the secret to that is we blend a little bit of green pepper in there and um, it's got this beautiful color, really nice aromas. And um, it still feels like that great korma dish. Now, you know, I never had korma until at True North, Kathy Fisher did a cooking class and made it. And now I'm obsessed with it. And I've been making, I, I just posted yesterday on social media. Wow. I just 
making it all the time. And I didn't have any peas, didn't matter. It was basically cauliflower and potato. And like she did use a very small amount of cashew, only one ounce, but it just made the sauce so creamy and delicious. Oh my gosh. Amazing. I'll, I'll have to try that recipe. I'm excited. I actually, I have Kathy Fisher's book. So, um, okay. So this one isn't in the book, but it is on her blog and maybe make it, maybe that could be an offering. Who knows? That would be kind of cool. Amazing. <laughs> I don't know if it's authentic, you know, cause I've never had it, but it, it sure is delicious. So is one of these generally enough for a meal for people? What do you think? Yeah, it's gosh, I hear a little bit of everything. I would love to provide more guidance on meals, but I find that everyone um, prepares their foods differently. They have different accompaniments with it. They prefer to eat them differently. And then appetite levels vary so much too. Uh, so I'll share personally for me, I'll take two of our containers. I'm, I'm a big um, mix and match person and I'll have half a container of each. And sometimes I'll pair it with steamed broccoli or some potatoes or, or something of that sort. And just depending on kind of how hungry I am, that that usually works for me. For my husband usually has a little bit of a bigger appetite. So um, he might have a little bit more or, you know, have some brown rice with uh, some of the foods and that works well for him. Um, so it does vary a little bit. Each of most of the legumes, uh, the containers have two servings and we say between two and four servings is a full meal for someone, just depending on how they're, uh, how they're feeling. Yeah, that's, you know, I think just adding rice to any meal is just going to make it more hearty and satiating anyway, especially Indian foods. Um, so Laura, who's watching live said, we loved in capitals, their food, our salt-free order is coming soon. Now, do you recommend for first timers that they just do a variety pack or just because they haven't tasted it yet? How do they know which ones are their favorite? Yeah, absolutely. That's the best. We have a new customer discovery box and that's, you know, we added a few more of our, um, the chana masala and the dal tarka because those have been so popular, uh, just with the wood salt versions. Um, and then you also have some of the newer vegetable dishes and the rice dish as well. That is a great place to start. And once you kind of figure out what your favorites are, then you can customize your box. The good thing is that with this refresh on our website, and if folks are subscribing, you don't have to, but if you do, you can, you know, you can swap things in and out and customize your box to your liking. Um, yeah, that's, that is like the absolute best place to start just to get a, uh, acquainted with the foods. And then I'll mention that we now have seven foods that are available with salt. Um, same thing, a with salt discovery box also has a variety pack of those. Um, two of those foods are not yet available SOS free. And that's the number one email I get right now is like, hey, can I mix and match SOS free and with salt? Because I really want to try those other foods too. I promise we'll make those available SOS free too um, in the coming months. Just we've heard from so many folks that are looking for those. And so you are, are you saying that some of the varieties come both SOS free and regular? Um, not yet. That is, that's a big request, but uh, um, I think we're going to try to make that happen for starting next month. Well, the thing is, I always feel like if somebody really wants salt, they can add it to their food. You yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and then, you know, folks have control over it. I, you know, I think a lot of folks that do eat SOS free and tried some of our prior boxes, um, they felt like, hey, like, I like the flavor, but it's too much salt for me because I'm, I'm not used to it. So hopefully this gives them, even if you do eat a little bit of salt, just gives you so much more control over how much you'd like to have. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So how many different flavors or varieties do you have right now? So we have seven unique foods. Um, all of those seven foods are available with salt. And then five of those seven are available SOS free. That's great. 
And it could people customize a box to have some salt free and some not if they wanted? I unfortunately do not have that available yet, but that's what we'll start making available um, next month. I just have to figure out how we're going to do this because the, the, all the foods are photographed the same. So I don't want to add confusion. Um, but, and it's something I actually didn't, I, it was a surprising request. I didn't realize that folks would want to mix and match. I just figured like, Hey, folks that are SOS free would never <laughs> go for a with salt product and vice versa. But, um, a surprising number of folks have wanted to mix and match. Uh, I think in some part, because families eat so differently. They're, right. That's why I'm thinking it'd be a great idea for the, and then they could really compare the salt and the not salt and see if they, it maybe, you know, maybe they don't need as much salt as they think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's see the next. Miha says, I'm a regular customer, but I don't mind a little salt. I usually make some rice or grains and veggies and add a container of their lentils. So good. So that's great. And Gunther says they didn't have the cauliflower sabzi when when they when I when he first ordered when you were on the show. Otherwise, he enjoys your food. Amazing. And by the way, shout out to Neha. She's the one who recommended that I reach out to you. And I'm so grateful to her that I did. So thank you, Neha, for pushing me <laughs> to send you an email. Yes. Thank you, Neha, because this is a, a great uh, service for people and especially people that love Indian food, because like I said, I'm sure that some of the delivery services that exist might have occasional, you know, Indian offerings. That's not their specialty. How did you get the idea for this business and how long did it take you to actually do it once you had the idea? Yeah, great question. I think we talked a little bit um, in our last chat that uh, my husband and I both went kind of whole food plant-based in the pandemic, just in search of trying to nourish ourselves better, trying to get more energy. And um, we cooked this way at home. We've always cooked Indian food for as long as I can remember, but we started cooking without oils for about a year, um, that first year of the pandemic before really thinking about it from a, like, let's start a company perspective. Um, I left my last, I was in a kind of more traditional nine to five um, corporate role. I left that at the end of 2021. So early last year is when I made that switch, decided to start building this company. And from, I would say like early idea stage to getting our pilot off the ground was about six months. Um, so this time last year is when we launched our pilot, we sold, you know, our food for the very first time. And I, it's hard to believe how much has transpired in the last year, but it's been an exciting journey. Wow. Well, that's a, that, do you like this better than your other job? What, what you had before? <laughs> yeah, certainly. You know, I think every, um, everything has its pros and cons, but I, I definitely consider myself a creative at heart, an entrepreneur at heart. And I think that when you're, you know, working on any project or building something of your own, you just get to put so much more into it. Um, so I've appreciated that a ton. Nice. But it's a lot, it's a lot of work getting a product to market. It doesn't always happen so easily for people. Absolutely. It is. It is a lot. Um, I would credit, you know, a thousand percent of it to just an incredible community, be it manufacturers that are willing to take a chance on you, even though you're tiny and, you know, um, it's, it's a lot of work for them to, to help bring a product to market as well to, community members I mentioned, like Naya had asked, you know, recommended I get in touch with you. And gosh, like we met so many incredible customers, thanks to you, uh, Chef AJ, and um, just really, really great customers. Like we're so lucky. That's great. For people that are regular customers that are ordering more than once, I, are you noticing like certain favorites? 
Yeah, I would say the chana masala is by far one of the favorites. Um, I'm curious to see how the new dishes do, but chana masala and then both of the lentils, the dal makhni, which is about black lentils, and the dal tarka, the yellow lentils, um, have been loved <laughs> by a lot of folks. I, I think every food has its um, has its fan club, but those are the ones just that I see in the numbers are are always, uh, um, you know, folks opt for more of those. How are people that are actually of Indian descent liking the food? Are they? Do they feel it's authentic? Yeah. Um, so uh, we have a good number of customers of South Asian descent. And the thing that I hear from them a lot is, especially um, especially folks with either uh, young kids or um, elderly parents that are trying to provide healthy meals to their family and that are just completely time starved. They love the convenience and they I, I often do hear like, hey, this tastes just like my mom makes it. Like, I can't believe it doesn't have oil because this tastes so homemade to me. Um, so uh, thankfully, um, well appreciated by the South Asian community. Um, and, you know, we're this is still a tiny and very new company. So we're still getting the word out and um, hoping we can share this with more and more folks. Nice. Do you personally, now that you have this company, just eat this for all your meals? Or do you also sometimes cook for yourself? A little mix of both. I, I enjoy cooking. Um, I, I think sometimes with the company now, life is so busy that I uh, empathize with a lot of our customers that just, you know, reach for the freezer because, gosh, like you feel good about what you eat and it saves you a ton of time. So we use it. Uh, we use the foods at home a lot. Our freezer is constantly stocked um, uh, with the foods, uh, the kidney beans in particular, the Rajma Masala is my kid's absolute favorite meal in the whole world, rice and beans. Any day of the week requires no convincing. They love it. So that's an easy one for us. Um, but I do, I really do enjoy cooking. So I, I try to experiment a bit in the kitchen uh, as often as I can. Do you ever use an Instant Pot to make some of your Indian dishes? Yeah, I do. Love the Instant Pot. It's so popular, I think, uh, in, uh, I think for a lot of South Asian families, um, use the Instant Pot. In, 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 in actual India, people generally use more of the uh, stovetop ones, correct? Rather than the, the electric cooker. ones. That's yeah. right. I, um, I'm scared of the pressure cooker. <laughs> Honestly, my husband is better with the pressure cooker. He knows exactly how many whistles and, and, you know, how to control it and the steam coming out. I, um, uh, I've always been a little scared of it, I think, because I've had one or two explode in my home before. So I prefer the instant pot. It's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit easier to navigate. Yeah, me too. And then you can set it and forget it. Derek said, where can he find the ingredients listed for the items and specifically the no salt ones? Oh, great question. So at the top of our website, there is a tab um, that says our foods. And if you scroll down on that tab, it will list each of our foods. Um, and then the right next to it will be the nutrition panels for each of the foods and the ingredients. Um, and then, you know, the salt-free version, the only difference in ingredients is that it doesn't have sea salt. Um, but outside of that, all the same ingredients, primarily organic ingredients. That's fantastic. Well, this is great. And so once they get, they can get on like, um, like what's it called? Like when they do something like a subscription, if they want it, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Folks are welcome to one of the things that we did um, make sure there is that you don't have to, I, that's a personal pet peeve of mine where um, there's so many things I'd like to try, but I'm not yet ready to commit. And I know that you're, you know, you're able to cancel them and so on, but, um, uh, folks are absolutely able to make a one-time purchase and they can try things and, you know, decide if it's a good addition that they'd like to subscribe. So, um, you're welcome to do either. 
Fantastic. Uh, Vedant says, wow, SOS free vegan meal box is a great venture. I live in India and would love to get such a subscription, but you don't ship that far, do you? We don't. We don't even ship to Canada yet, which is probably the number one request I get. Um, it's, you know, logistically, it's so hard. Uh, you know, I hear from so many folks that are like, hey, I think I'd like to do this in the UK or in India. Like, that's incredible. Like, please do. Please let me know if I can help. I think um, there's so much opportunity for, uh, you know, folks who are entrepreneurial and like love, you know, plant-based foods to offer more of it and offer the convenience to more folks. So. I hope to see more and more of that come to life. Nice. Carolyn says, do you ship to Alaska? We don't, unfortunately. I wish we did, but we're just within the continental U.S. Um, we're just not able to make the logistics work yet. But um, something that I hope we can do, I, I hope, um, you know, the uh, entire U.S. and Canada would be incredible if we could make that happen. But we're, we're probably still a few steps away. So right now, just on the mainland. So that's right. No, no. Okay. Nice. Let's see. Yeah, that'd be cool if you, yeah, global, huh? Or maybe you could just uh, set up a shop and not a shop at a factory, I'm guessing. I you know. Know. What a dream. Oh, well, I guess we're, we're one year old right now as a company. We're as tiny as it gets. So um, fun to dream big, right? Maybe one day. Nice. Here's a request. Um, there's somebody at, let me find the name. I just saw it as a good request. It was for, oh, yes. Uh, Laura says, uh, she, she would love to see SOS free samosas in your lineup. Any chance you might offer this in the future? Oh my gosh, that's that is my dream. You don't understand how much I love samosas. That might be my favorite food in the whole world. I actually just got um, a new air fryer, and I have a recipe that I've been experimenting with. So I don't know if we'll offer them yet, but I um, if if it turns out good enough, I'll post the recipe for it. And of course, if we can manufacture it, if our manufacturer agrees, and we'd like love to make that happen because I think samosas, again, might be my favorite food. Nice, nice. And if there's a question from Gunther. Are you going to ever bring the cauliflower subsea back? Gosh, um, I'm not sure. The, the one, uh, hopefully the, um, the good swap for this is going to be the vegetable korma. That's one of the new foods that we introduce this fall and it's um you know cauliflower is a big part of it but it also has peppers and um carrots and peas and a bunch of vegetables and you know it's it's a beautiful kind of blend of those the challenge that we had with our cauliflower even though we did a ton of test runs is that when the production runs finally hit the consistency wasn't there and cauliflower just holds so much water that if it doesn't cook with the desired level of consistency it doesn't freeze well it doesn't unfreeze well it's not a great experience um and so we just didn't feel like gosh we're like you know if even 10 or 20 percent of our customers like don't get the right food in the right quality it's it, it's not going to be a great experience for them so um i think we just have to figure out a different way to cook that at scale, it's it's easier to do at home. I actually have the recipe for that food posted up um, on Instagram. So if anyone would like to make it, you're certainly welcome to. But Ooh, we gotta find that. I would love that. Yeah, and it's it's an easy recipe. It you know cooks wonderfully at home. We just haven't figured out a way. It sounds like to uh, do that consistently in um, in bulk. Yeah, that's interesting because I know what you mean about cauliflower. Because when I have like the raw food chefs on the show, they actually have this technique because they don't cook anything and they take fresh cauliflower, they freeze it and defrost it. And it gives it kind of like a different texture, you know, so freezing cauliflower does change the texture for sure. 
It does. It's a hard one. It's a really hard one to cook just right. I'm going to try to go to your Instagram page and then I can post it and look for that uh, recipe. So it's your first seed on Instagram, right? That's right. I'm, I'm at first seed foods. First seed foods. I got to find that. I, cause I'm like so in, into Indian food right now. I don't know why, maybe because after you fast, everything just tastes amazing, you know? I bet. I bet. Oh my God. We're going to talk about that tomorrow at 10 a.m. on the show. I'm going to have the chef. I didn't hear about it. Oh my God. This is your first time fasting. Yes. And you know, this was my, it's funny thing is, is (laughs) it was my 13th time at True North. You think I might've tried it the first 12, but I was scared. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need to fast. I'm thin, but people don't realize there's so, so many health benefits and longevity benefits that you don't have to be like have a chronic disease or be overweight to fast. And, uh, you know, I had read Dr. Goldhammer's book. I got a pre uh, advanced reader copy, Can Fasting Save Your Life? And I'm like, you know what? And I talked to his wife who, who fasts just because like, this is something healthy people do. And I'm like, all right, you know, I got a two week vacation. I haven't had a day off in like four years. Where do I want to go? True North. Because really what I love about it is you don't have to fast to go there. You can just go there as an eater. I mean, we've gone there just to eat. Like, you know, instead of staying at a hotel when we had to go to a wedding, like you just go there and then you got the food prepared it's like so great people love having food prepared don't they oh it's the best it's I know it's you get okay so I'm on your Instagram page tell me about how far back I go to find the cauliflower sabzi recipe oh it's a good question maybe how about this chef AJ I can even send you a link that'd be great well I would be I would love to because I would definitely love to try it you know I have I haven't I it's so funny because I don't know geography and I've never really traveled outside of the U.S. except for maybe uh, Mexico, Japan, and Canada. So I have some neighbors that are from India. I gave them one of them. I'm, I was hoping they would try it before the show and tell me and they're actually going to be coming to the potluck today. That what they said what they were making, but um, and then I have a doctor friend who's Indian, so I wanted to introduce them, and they were like from completely different regions where mm-hmm. everything was different and the food was different. And I'm like, like you know, so that's interesting. So. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's so many distinct parts of India that just have complete, they're such different subcultures. So a lot of the recipes or a lot of the foods that we offer, they're made in a North Indian style. My family's from Delhi and Delhi and Punjab are kind of more, or that style of cooking is more of the influence of these foods. But um, if you go to the West, if you go to the South, even Eastern parts are, you know, what foods they eat and how they prepare them are completely different. Um, so I, I could, I completely, uh, that resonates. <laughs> yeah. They said they're going to be making a pulav, vegetable pulav. Oh, amazing. That's great. Yep. Great rice and vegetables dish. It's, it's one of the foods that we offer. Right. I found your post, um, but let's see. Oh, it looks amazing. I, it's like more of a video. First toast some cumin seeds for a few minutes. And because it's like in the, it's in the words, you know? Yeah, more of my Instagram posts, I think, are videos now. I, yeah. I guess the whole world moved to reels and TikTok videos. That's so. not my speed. I don't love it, but at least I found the post so I can link to it. So that'll be great. Amazing. People can watch it. I would just love for you. See, because I don't mind cooking. And so I would love if you could just give me like a meal kit and I'll put it together. You know, send me the seasonings. the dry, I, I, That would be great for me because I don't need this much convenience just because... Home, but but I think it is for people like especially that either don't want to or don't have time, and even if they just want to, but you know, at least I've never made Indian food until this week. I when I tried the korma, so it's going to be so much fun for people. And guys, you get ten dollar off your first box if you use the code that's I've been putting in the chat and in the show notes. 
Um, Jarek says, I must be missing something. I cannot find the individual list of ingredients for each SOS dish, including the spices used. There is no link to each dish. So can you help Derek uh, look, find the, uh, in, where to find the ingredients? They are on the back of each, uh, each um, serving, just so you know, too. Uh they are there. So there might be two way, two places to look. One is that link for our foods. Um, if you scroll, uh, you know, there's like an intro and then if you scroll down, it will start to list each of the foods. I believe China Masala might be the first one. So you'll see the picture of the food and then right next to it are two side by side. There are two nutrition panels and underneath those nutritional panels are the ingredients. Um, so you'll see the with salt version and then right next to it, the without salt version. Um, so that's one place to look. The other is if you go into our shop pages and um, let's say click on any of the SOS free, um, actually, if you go onto the custom SOS free, I think that's where you will find it. You can click on each individual food and it will also pop up the nutrition panel and the ingredients on there. So I hope one of those works for you. If not, my email address is just my first name, Arthi, A-R-T-I at firstseedfoods.com. You're definitely, uh, if you're able to send me a note, I can, I can send the specific links your way. Thank you. That's very kind. Do you ever see your product maybe being sold in stores like Whole Foods or other natural food stores? Oh, it's such a good question. Um, and I think for a lot of founders in the food space, it's it's an exciting milestone to see your product on shelf. The reason that I think we're going to be really extra slow with going to retail is that from a business perspective, it is quite the undertaking. <laughs> Um, uh, I, I think if you're, if you're providing your foods to like smaller, um, grocers and smaller mom and, mom and pops that are local, it's a little bit easier, but forever, you know, a whole foods, for example, it is such a huge undertaking for a small company. Um, especially from just the financial commitments perspective, there's the inventory, but there is, um, you know, there, the, the margins are really hard. There's required marketing spend, there's chargebacks, there's, there spoilage. There's so many things that I think as a consumer, I never really thought about or had to worry about. But as uh, someone who's now deep into the food space, I'm realizing like, gosh, it takes so much to make just to make it work um, uh, when you're when you're selling in retail. How like what's what's the production kitchen like and like how much do you make at a time? I, I, I you know, I was watching a true north like when they make food for, you know, even 50 people like it's incredible to me. Yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. We work with a smaller manufacturer that is honestly willing to take a bet on us because even working with a manufacturer when you're tiny is hard. It's hard to find the right one that has the right equipment that's you know willing to give you production line time because they're always kind of bursting at the seams. Um, so we make them in you know relatively speaking small batches. I'd say um, you can say about a thousand containers at a time or five hundred to a thousand depending on how big of a batch we run, which um, for most manufacturers is small. Um, for us, it's perfect because, you know, we can run a few thousand of a particular item without, um, you know, over committing to it. Um, so, and, you know, make things in small enough batches that we're shipping the food relatively fresh. So, you know, it's not sitting in a warehouse or on a shelf for a year or two, which is often the case sometimes with grocery, they require that you have, you know, an 18 month to year shelf life because, that's how they have to plan for their logistics. Um, so it's um, it's fun to be there. I I have talked to a lot of my founder friends, and they have challenging relationships with their co-packers, um, just because you know uh, 
there are different types of businesses. Um, you don't always have the same incentives and uh, it, it can be contentious sometimes. I at the opposite. I love our manufacturer. They are incredible humans. They're just, they, you know, they produce our food with so much love and care that it's been a wonderful experience. Hey, Cheryl was kind enough to find the exact link. And so I'll put that in the show notes and I'll put that in the, the chat as well, where the whole page shows up, everything, you know, the one you're oh, talking so about. Thank oh, you, Cheryl. Thank you so much, Cheryl. And um, speaking of production and what that feels like, I, I try to share a lot of behind the scenes um, on Instagram and TikToks, including videos of our food being produced at the manufacturer, whether it's in the steam kettles or in ovens and so on. So um, for anyone that's curious or interested, there's there are a bunch of videos up on our Instagram. Right. Jesse says she really appreciates that there's vegetables in these meals and not just beans. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes it's just, a. I mean, I can open a can of beans if I want to eat beans, you know? <laughs> Yeah, our new foods, that was a big request too. Folks said like, hey, we'd really like some vegetable focused food. So this is, again, some of this is new, but we're excited to finally offer them. Yeah. How often do you roll out a new recipe? Um, it's a good uh, good question. I um, We're so new that we don't have a specific cadence just yet. Uh, this fall, we're introducing, of course, the SOS free line and the two new foods, the two new vegetable based ones. My best guess is that we're not going to, going to introduce anything new until early next year, just because we're still getting into the swing of all the things and it's every new food is added complexity for our manufacturer. Um, so uh, my hope is we'll try to do two new foods every quarter or so. Um, but some of that is just uh, seeing how the business grows. Well, I'm looking at the ingredients now. It makes my mouth water because this vegetable korma, which was the first one I wanted to try, says organic cauliflower, organic green pepper, organic red pepper, organic carrots, organic peas, cashews, mango powder, coriander powder, chili powder, cilantro, bay leaves, and cinnamon. Mango powder is something I often see in Indian food. Mm, oh, it's so great. It gives such a great punch of flavor. Oh, wow. And then the, the uh, alu palak, uh, organic potatoes and spinach has organic potatoes, organic spinach, organic tomato, organic onion, fenugreek leaves, cumin, coriander powder, chili powder, bay leaves, and cinnamon. I mean, all good, clean, wholesome ingredients. That's what we like to do. Oh, the vegetable pulao sounds, everything sounds good. Oh, you know, I wish I wasn't having a potluck today because I would just eat those three for my meal and, uh, Maybe I can make it. Maybe I should do a video while I'm eating it because I just, like I said, I normally don't mind eating on the air, but it was just, you know, I don't want to ruin my appetite for a potluck. Where does somebody get mango powder? Um. So, I'll, if you have a um, an Indian store or um, a Bayou, which I know is not always accessible to folks, but if you do, they'll certainly have mango powder there. Um, I'm sure is the name of the spice, as we call it. Um, so that's a good place to look else. My, my guess is you can probably buy it online. I feel like Amazon has everything these days. <laughs> so there's uh, I'll, I'll try to find a link on Amazon for, um, for folks who are looking to make some of these foods themselves. Nice. Uh, Dixie asks, are you only, do you only make vegan food? Yes. Yep. All of our food is whole food plant-based and is oil-free. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, this is great, guys. If you have any more questions, you know, put them in the chat and I'll hang out for a minute more or so with RT. And you can also ask her questions about her business or about these foods. 
I cannot wait to try this one. Well, actually, no, this one. Where's the other one that I said I wanted? And remind me, Chef AJ, you don't have peas, is that right? Yeah, I can pick them out though. Don't worry. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, that's the that's what I was wondering with a korma is that I'm like, gosh, it's got all the vegetables. Yeah, because it's a legume, but no worries. Peas, peas okay. are so easy to pick out because they're green, you know, like that's they're true. probably the easiest thing. So yeah, it's great. Well, I can't wait to try it. Maybe I'll make a little video of myself eating it, you know. <laughs> Amazing. And, um, yeah, just I would have done it today. Well, thanks for offering a $10 off code for the people that are first uh, time buyers. And uh, that's great. And then if, if they if they after the first time, they can just just whatever, set up a subscription or just order when they feel like it, I'm guessing. Absolutely. Yep. Whatever works best for them. All right. Well, thank you so much. Congratulations so much. on all these new products. And let me know if uh, if and how you'd like me to introduce you, Dr. Goldhammer. Um, because I can tell you, he only wants, it's very strict there. So if it's SOS free, he'd be happy to, yeah. you know, um, not sell those there, but like recommend them. And he has a very large email list, you know? Amazing. Well, I would love for him to try them <laughs> first, see how he likes them, um, himself. And then, um, might, might ask him for some help spreading the word, but uh, thank you again for that offer. I really oh, appreciate it. You're, you're, you're welcome. Um, sure. I was just going to let you go, but Charlotte said, and you, you might've talked about this in the first time you were on, but not everybody sees every episode. And she asks, how hard was it to get started? Gosh, um, uh, uh, it's such a <laughs> relative question, but for me, I've worked on a bunch of startups before. So I've made every mistake in the book that you can think of when you start a company. Um, and so with some of those learnings, it was a little easier this time around. I think the, um, the, the biggest thing I'd recommend to anyone who's looking to start, whether a food company or anything else is, uh, just accepting that things are going to be imperfect and not always, um, as you initially envision them, but just to kind of keep going, roll with the punches. Uh, so hard in the sense that this time last year, I was spending 12 hours a day in a commercial kitchen, cooking, packing, shipping the foods myself. We've grown enough, thankfully, that I've been able to find good partners um, to help. And now um, I focus on uh, different problems. But, you know, it's um, it's uh, it's fun and fulfilling. And, you know, if your heart's into it, absolutely. Uh, Got to yeah. take the leap. Away. I remember the first time you had some like little dessert things. Do you still sell those yummy little balls? Oh my gosh, we would love to. We're still working on trying to find the right equipment for it. I think because we don't use any oils or butter or even, um, you know, almond butter, we do have some almond butter, but it's pretty minimal. Uh, it is hard to pack those and to do them individually. The labor on that is really, really tough. So we're trying to find the right machine for those so that we can get consistency um, and, you know, still have that great tasting product. Like the ones that I shipped to you, Chef AJ, we, we made at home. And, um, you know, you can make them in a small batch yourself, but when you're thinking like, gosh, I have to now make thousands of these, it's a whole other manufacturing challenge. So, um, we're still figuring that out and I'm, I'm hopeful that that's one of the foods we'll get to introduce next year. Great. Because I mean, what are traditional Indian desserts anyway? Like what are some of them? Like, I think rice pudding maybe, or. Yeah, there's rice pudding. There's a, essentially, I like to think of it as the version of what you had, a ladu, but usually is very heavy in um, uh, sugar and dairy. I'd say a lot, a lot of our desserts are pretty heavy on, um, in uh, sugar and dairy. <laughs> so, yeah. so, uh, you know, we're trying to find um, 
uh, more and more SOS free that we can still enjoy, you know, on holidays or other special occasions, um, but that are close enough uh, and kind of still pay homage, but, um, but, you know, that we just feel great eating. That's great. Here's a question. What, what adaptations do you make to make the salt free meals taste good? Yeah. So I, what I would say is that from a recipe perspective, they're almost identical. Um, even, in, and you'll find that in the ingredients as well. What I recommend for the salt-free versions though, just as I've been eating some of the salt-free versions down is if you can add a little bit of acid to those. So a little bit of lemon juice or a little bit of apple cider vinegar, it makes a huge difference in the flavor. We haven't added those to the foods while we're making them, um, just because there are people that are even sensitive to apple cider vinegar. And so we wanted to try to keep it as inclusive as possible. But if you add, you know, even a teaspoon of that, um, fresh to your meals as you're warming them up. Uh, I think you get a, I think you get the desired kind of flavor and punch out of it that you're looking for. Um, outside of that, I'm new to eating SOS free. I, I still eat salt in many of my foods. So I'm still trying to acclimate my palate and, uh, kind of, you know, have the perspective of the person that does eat SOS free and say like, Hey, is this objectively delicious? Um, so I, I'll learn a lot. I think these next couple of months as folks are trying these foods. That's great. Let's see if there's no more questions. I'll let you go. Uh, well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Enjoy your brunch today. And thank you again for having me on. Yeah, great. And th guys, if you'd like to try some delicious SOS free delivered to you, fresh frozen Indian food, there's $10 off coupon below and take care. So thanks so much, Arti. Thank you. My pleasure. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow at 10 a.m. when my guest is Chef Ramses Bravo from the True North Health Center. He's going to be making his top secret soup recipe that I got to eat every single day when I was refeeding. And I'm in love with this recipe. And I'll be telling you about my water fast. First one. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.